Hey y'all. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> I'm Colton McCormick. This is our Five Rings podcast. I forgot to, to let Joe <laughs> say his name. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Off to a great start here. I'm Joe Cashin. And we are joined by the one and only Trent Norton. That's me. Episode two, a couple other episodes he joined us on. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember now them. Now that I'm thinking about it, you're on a couple episodes. The one with Carlos. Chris Hadley. Yeah. And then you uh, you stole the show on the first first technical episode. Anyway, uh, we are doing just the in-person thing, just hanging out this week because computers still having technical difficulties. Right? Yeah. Did you try turning it off and then on again? Turned her off, turned her on. Uh, Hit it with your purse. Fucking deleted programs, re-downloaded them, got in touch with Apple support. They're like, oh, we can't do nothing because they're third-party applications. I'm like, okay, cool. So called this place out in California that I've heard nothing but good reviews about. Had them go in, check it. They're like, yeah, you updated your computer. Those apps aren't ready for the new update yet so i uh, can't revert no unless i pay somebody lots of money and uh so they basically you say they tell you you put apps and then this is not good (laughs) these apps yeah (laughs) yes so they aren't compatible with the new update so i have to wait for them to update the apps so i use obs for the video I use the actual Tascam uh, software for my soundboard. And no bueno. It uh, shows that it's all plugged in and stuff, but it just doesn't transfer the sound to the computer. Hmm. So we're doing this on the soundboard, recording it. I got to update it or upload it from the soundboard to my computer, then up and I can't fucking talk. Edit it. Got a lot of work to do, huh? Yes. So. Anyway, uh, so guests will probably be on hold for now, huh? Not necessarily. I can still do phone, phone shit. It's Bluetooth. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure we can handle this this weekend before we try to do a over the phone guestorator. Mm. So, what shall we bullshit about? You motherfucker got sound on. <laughs> I turned everything off except my watch. <laughs> Well, what do we got? So I got a couple of topics that, you know, we can talk about. I know you got some shit. Yeah, I've always got a few things on here. Do you got anything you want to talk about since, you know, it's almost been a, almost a year since you've been on? Yeah, man, it's been, it's been a year. Not since I've been on the show. Since your episode, January. Well, since the. January you were on Trent Norton episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what what's what's been happening? You're still a you're still a a resident. Still resident mechanic, man. I got a got a fleet of haul trucks I look after and it's uh it's pretty good deal. It, uh even still I don't know I don't know what I'm going to be doing until I get to the plant that day. Yeah. You know. 
but fixing something broken. Fixing something broken, but <clears throat> it goes like that. You kind of you're like, well, I don't have anything on my schedule today, and sure enough, by the time you say that, somebody calls you and right, it's a hey, come fix this. It's broken, and then you're you're waist deep in all kinds of problems before you know it. Yeah, no kidding. Now, if you're new here and you're uh, just getting to know Trent Norton for the first time and haven't listened to any other episodes because the the sound quality was terrible back in the day. We had shitty mics, shitty recording. Uh, he is a Kamatsu technician. Kamatsu mechanic. Me- mechanic. And he, he handles all that big shit out in the Corys. Not that big. <sighs> It's bigger than hundred tons. Hundred tons only. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know, man. Would, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Time out. <laughs> so I'm done talking to you. You're boring as fuck. They, they're just. I hadn't had a whole lot change. It's the same old shit. So yeah, just show up, fix them, go to the house <laughs> at a reasonable time. Joe, What's up? Uh, last we talked on our podcast, you were having some employee issues, people flaking. Yeah. What else? Uh, well, we kind of got that resolved. Uh, I think I led a, uh, I don't remember how much I got into it on that episode, but uh, so pretty much when I had that, uh, my first attempted hire, uh, call me back. He put in his two weeks notice and went about three days and I got a phone call from him and I was expecting him to say, uh, you know, Hey, they're kicking me out of the truck that I'm in and they're telling me to kick rocks and move along. And he called me and he goes, Hey man, I have to stay here. And I go, well, that kind of put me in a bind or I thought it might, but, um, I had, I had a backup plan and a backup plan to a backup plan, but I called the guy who I originally had talked to about maybe coming to work for me. And, uh, he, he, we sat down and chatted for like three hours and, uh, he's, uh, he put in his two weeks notice the next day and he started, yeah, this Monday, this past Monday. So truck number zero, zero two has been rolling this week. Did you like, did you like my comment on TikTok? Do you even zero, zero one, bro? I had those stickers made because I wasn't sure if I was going to put them on there from the very beginning. I was just going to leave a, leave the unit number off. And when I, uh, ended up adding a second truck, I decided I'd put unit numbers on them. So I call zero four five. Yeah. Zero 45. Yeah. That's my number. I got a few trucks before then. So, (laughs) but no, so he started this week and it's been pretty good. Um, boy, I was working pretty much, uh, when I got up to when I went to bed, I'd come home greasy, tired and take a shower and pass out and do it all over again the next day. And I usually only work Monday through Friday cause I got two little kids and, uh, I try and spend a lot of time with them. So I'll put all my hours in Monday through Friday and then take Saturday and Sundays off. But, um, with the second hand, I've been able to get more work done and be able to go home about five o'clock every day, six o'clock. But, uh, awesome. boy, this, I don't know about you guys, but daylight savings wrecks me. Every it was year. the longest two weeks this Monday. <laughs> it was like, man, <laughs> I, uh, you know, I'm used to the sun going down and that's kind of telling me it's time to go home and it's sundown and I still got a couple hours to go and I'm just dragging this week. I've been dragging real bad, but 
with having that extra hand, I, I slowed off and didn't quite have to get to everything as fast as I had to before. But So you kind of have a, a story bouncing off of this, right? Yeah. So uh, we chatted a little bit, and I don't remember how much I got into this. But uh, so when I tried to hire that guy, the backstory is he and I used to work at the same dealership. And, um, we were there for about, I think I worked with him about three years and he's been there total about six years. And, um, so I knew everybody over there at that branch and, you know, everybody knows me and, um, well, let's see how to go about this. Cause we've already That's, talked about a lot of it, but, yeah, um, but you don't want to say de- too much. Yeah. Right? Well, filling in the details, um, when I tried to hire him, apparently the branch manager was real pissy. And, uh, I noticed my parts pricing. I buy a lot of parts from him still, but I noticed my parts pricing went up to about list cost. So I try and mark up my parts and I'm like, man, I'm paying more than what or you know, I'm a reseller. I should be getting a pretty good price. And I noticed that. So I'm pretty sure they, they kind of said, well, how do you like this? And, uh, so I, kind of backed off and found other places to buy parts. But, uh, so another friend of the podcast, uh, Mr. Spencer, oh, yeah. he had a, he had a little check engine light on his truck about a couple weeks ago. And, uh, oh, he said he's a, he's a machinist, not a mechanic. So he called me and <laughs> I hooked up to his truck and read the fault codes and told him what it needed. And, uh, he just threw a sensor on there, but I didn't charge him for it. Cause it was, you know, easy work didn't he went out of his way to meet me and uh i was like i'm not gonna charge him for it so um he bought me lunch this past week we met up uh where i live he's not too far from me and um he i'm pretty pissed at you by the way for hitting me up too late yesterday i would have thrown down on some barbecue it was delicious i went anyways without you i was gonna send you pictures but i didn't but uh anyway so spencer brought me lunch and we were out in the parking lot after lunch just sitting around talking and the branch manager of kenworth the dealership uh he came over and uh started chatting with me and he's like hey you want me to fix your parts pricing i'm like yes i would really appreciate that (laughs) and uh well this is a kind of a open question here up for debate but he was talking to me as a business owner and he said, you know, I would have appreciated if somebody was look, if one of my mechanics was looking to get out of, uh, to go work for you, I'd appreciated you reaching out to me first. And I don't know how you feel about that, but I kind of put the, I kind of put that on the mechanic when I sat down to with him the very first time before I even, um, offered him a job or anything. I told him, Hey, if you're unhappy at the dealership, go talk to your boss and tell them what it would take to make you happy before you even tell them, you know, put in your two weeks before you even tell them you're looking, just go talk to them. And he said, you know, there wasn't anything that they could do to keep him around. And that's kind of when I went down the path of buying the second truck and everything and getting them all set up. So how do you feel about that? You think a business owner should have a chat with the dealership because that would automatic, like, I feel like I would have been putting a pinch either way whether I tell them someone come, wants to come work for me or whether I don't. Uh, I think it's stupid, but some well, com- some companies have to. Yeah, and he was telling me he, he wanted to keep the relationship. Uh, you know, if he, 
he he said for example someone who worked at a fleet that they sell trucks to who is a, me- a fleet mechanic wanted to move over to the dealership and he's like i don't want to take that tech away from them because we're trying to build a good relationship selling them trucks and i'm like i kind of get that but i'm a one-man show over here i don't know I'm sure I should operate as a, uh, you know, professional, still kind of keep that business, um, I don't know how you would say that, but the, the kind of professional relationship with a, a dealership like that. But I would figure that if I went over the tech's head and talked to the, the manager over there, then the tech would kind of be uh, in a pinch. And if I left it on the mechanic to do the do the talking, maybe that was the wrong choice. but. So- the way I've learned from my boss is uh, if you have somebody interested coming over from a big company, I'm not going to say any any names. No names. Uh, he has to go up to one of the bigger bosses and say, hey, I've got a technician that's wanting to come work for us. That's all he has to say. But he has to say, I have a technician. At the dealership, he has to go up the line or at, yes, at the company? At, at the dealership, but he has to go, hey, I, I got... Somebody that wants to come work for me, you know, how do you feel about this? Well, and then in that case, it's like probably the resident who's over there would be the guy who they're automatically going to assume that it is. Because I was going to go work for him yeah, long time ago, and uh, he called and said, I've got a technician. And they put you on a different job? And they <laughs> fucking knew who it was. Yeah, yeah, of course. But he didn't say any names because he won't. My boss ain't no rat. <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of the the position I was in. I was like, well, if I even said anything, then there's only a limited amount of people over there that would uh kind of be in the uh limelight, I guess. But um yeah, I didn't I don't know, that was kind of a weird position to be put in. But I always think, you know, people talk about how do you go about asking for raises or how do you go about um talking to management over here listening to myself yeah i was but uh <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so th- a lot of times it's just communication uh you gotta it's not always the easiest thing to go in and tell someone that you're unhappy with where you're at or what you're doing but like just grow a pair and go talk to them i just sucked my nose in the fucking microphone not thinking about this it weather right jacking you up oh man I am like all kinds of screwed up. Daylight savings, it going from like 85 to 35. I had to work this morning and it was cold as shit. And uh, my nose was running. Stay in the cab of your truck and run a parked region. Call it good. (laughs) (laughs) AC belt brakes and run a region. (laughs) Uh, So I feel like this episode's going to suck balls, but. We're just gonna we're gonna go with the flow like usual. We're just bullshitting well, anyway. The we're only re- like fifteen minutes into it. We're yeah. just getting warmed up. The reason I couldn't meet with Joe, well, first of all, he texted me super late. It was like eleven thirty. I start my day super early. I eat lunch at twelve, so I don't know what you're talking about. That's early for me. I still got lucky. I got taken to lunch yesterday when I got in. But uh so yesterday I went out to the owner's property and it was kind of misty out. We knew rain was coming. And uh, owner's digging a pond in the back of his house. That's that big one, that big excavator? Yeah, 870G, our biggest, one of our biggest ones. And uh, battery light came. Oh, so first of all, this is, today will be, today's Saturday. 
third day in a row I've been out there. It's a two-hour drive each way from my house. Uh, Thursday, went out, put a hammer attachment, or I'm sorry, breaker attachment back on a backhoe, took it off. It's puking oil. Worked, though. Took the hammer, took it off, sent it out, had it rebuilt, took it back, put it on on Thursday. doesn't work. The guy's like, oh, no, it, we, we tested it. It works fine. You know, it hit hard. And I'm like sitting there like, well, the tip was brand new. So either you test it with the old tip or you didn't, didn't test it. <laughs> so he's like, check all this, do this, do that. So I go through it and like, it looks like the oil's going right in and coming right back out. So I did that. Anyway, I get home that day, get a text from the boss, like battery lights on, on the 870 now. So I need you to go back down there, go out there yesterday morning look in there and like pull my pull the belts out <laughs> do your diagnostic yeah <laughs> pull pull the belts out and like oh, i think this is your problem here and the the boss big boss man's like yeah i think that's it and the closest deer dealership is an hour away which is in waco and so i hit the road and go out there and i i start getting into waco and i keep smelling a funk I'm like, what the fuck is that? And like, like your dirty drawers on the freaking floor. left egg in here or something. You know, I'm like, oh. And so it goes away. And then I realized my air is not on recirculate. So I just hit recirculate thinking maybe it's outside air and goes away. So I get, I get over to the deer dealership there in Waco and I'm like, get out. And Damn. It'd be smelling like old girlfriend out here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I popped the hood and. You know, after I realized that it's sulfur smell, you know, and fucking, there's a little weep hole on the side of the batteries. Bet you anything is that battery, wasn't it? The battery. Let the smoke out. <laughs> it was it was literally smoking, and it had a big old crack in it, but the water was coming out of the weep hole, but I felt that battery. That thing was hot as fuck. So, yeah, it blew the battery out of it. So, by that time, I'm getting ready to leave and head back, and the boss calls me and like, hey, uh, it's raining too fucking hard over there, you know. You can come back to the shop or you can go work in the rain. And I'm like, well, battery just blew out my truck. So what do you want me to do? Like, Head on in. So two hour fucking drive <laughs> back to the shop. Had to throw batteries in my truck. And good good thing I didn't go back because I guess it stormed like a son of a bitch. They all left out there. So great story, right? Great. Uh, Did it blow up at all? No, it didn't blow up. But literally I changed it and it sat on the back of my truck in the shop. Uh for a little while while i did some other shit mm-hmm. and i went and threw it on the pallet out back and it was still hot and the other one was nice and cool so. and i had one the other day on those on those komatsu trucks in the battery box there's four eight d's mm-hmm. and eight, eight d's Jeez. and one of them one of them just flat ass blew up i mean like were you around no it it, it happened while they were running it and they they brought it up to the shop but it, I mean, it was like we're going to Burbank Airport, boom, like that. <laughs> that mother- you ever been around with one blow up? Uh, I've heard them, yeah. I've, I've never been around it, but I've seen them blow doors off of shit. Back in uh, I guess it was back in like high school, me and my brother, we'd buy trucks and try and flip them, you know, vacuum the seats out and post them on Craigslist for three thousand more than we bought them for. But <laughs> we bought this first gen, uh, Cummins, it was like a 91, I think. and it had been sitting in a field and we pulled it home and 
put a battery charger on it overnight. Well, he left it on the high amperage battery charge instead of the trickle charge. And he got in it the next day and he went to hit the starter and I wasn't around, but he said it, it blew up like a bomb under that hood. And uh, I'm like, boy, I'm glad I didn't go out there with him while he was trying to start it. And that one was one I, I, I saw the battery, the cases split apart and yeah. just acid all over the place or water, whatever's in there spread all over. But you ever, uh, gotten that water on you or in your eyes no oh, you I've don't want to get it on you i've had it in my eyeballs yeah well, that's why the safety man says wear safety glasses well I, this was way back in the day when i was first starting out didn't know shit decided to drink it or he what? said you know doing the doing the checks on these cars and fucking you know oh, check, when checking. you were an automotive mechanic yeah when I was, automotive uh <laughs> <laughs> uh Checking the water in these, and you'll know, top them off a little bit. Well, I accidentally overfilled one just a little bit, so I went to hit that cap back on there, and that shit went right in my eyes. And scary. boy, you were a bright one, huh? Yeah, I told you I didn't know shit when I started back in the day. The We've guys been there, the guys in the parts department where I work. There's there's some machi- there's some batteries for some machine brand that we carry. I don't know what it are. Maybe it's the working stuff, and they have to activate them. Yeah, 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 the batteries come in dry, so they they fill them up. They come dude, straight I, from Germany? Dude, I get a laugh from these clowns because, I mean, they've got on, like, complete meth lab suits. COVID. And, and <laughs> I'm like, dude, I'm pour that shit in there with no gloves on. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah, it ain't bad. It ain't that bad, but, yeah, it, it scared the shit out of me because I didn't, I didn't know no better, and this stuff's burning in my eyes, you know, and yeah go over and wash them out and i was okay but it kind of felt like getting brake clean in my eyes so. i've done that yeah that's oh, yeah, unfortunate. I do that on a weekly basis <laughs> you spray it and the wind's blowing and you get a little taste yeah. of it dude i got in my i mean brake clean sucks but loctite aerosol gasket remover <laughs> i got like just the wind picked it up and carried it around my glasses into my eyes you were wearing your glasses huh? no really and and i thought I had got stung by a thousand bees. I mean, it it wore my ass out. Yeah. So don't mess with that. Yeah. Well, and, you know, we're talking about this safety glasses and stuff. The other day I was welding and uh, fucking... Doing the safety squint? No, I, I had safety glasses on, sunglasses under my welding mask, and I was had my uh, needle scaler out, buzzing that shit off, and piece of slag... Bounce off, off my helmet, back underneath my glasses, and burn the show on me right here. Piss me off, man. They're like, well, you should have your safety on. Anyway, you know, I did a. Uh, I'm no welder. I've already said that on this podcast. But the first week, I bought a. I got a gift of an Apple Watch, and I was wearing it. And I'm like, I'm just gonna hit this little tack right here. And I didn't have my glove on my left hand. And uh, I got a little splatter on my Apple Watch, and it's been there ever since. I, I've always wanted one, but I'm too afraid to uh, get one because this one's actually taking a beating. But I'll take it off. There's sometimes where I know I'm just gonna put my hand somewhere yeah. where it doesn't belong. And, deep in a yeah. machine or just, truck. Yeah, no, I, I just can't. It's handy because I'll uh, you know, I'll see a text message, be able to hit a reply, and I don't have to have my phone in my hands, but. You know, it's uh, it's not for everybody. There's well, plenty of guys that'll... How did our ancestors do this 30, 40 years ago when they're working on a cat machine? They don't have a cell phone. Yeah. Well, they... Uh, 
they also didn't have to hook up a diagnostic computer either. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Well, you know, shake hands with danger. You see them videos. If you fall off that boom, who's going to call? Well, I've, uh, that's been something I've thought about is how, how did you live life without a cell phone? And, uh, I, I've been around, (laughs) I've been around long enough to kind of, uh, I was growing up before they were super popular. My dad, I remember the first one, he had that big ass brick and did probably, uh, I don't know, probably cost like a dollar a minute of talking on it, but, uh, (laughs) it, uh, you know, it's real helpful these days. You can just, uh, like you said, who are you going to call if you, uh, if you didn't have a cell phone, how would you get a hold of somebody? How are you going to get a hold of your customers? You're just hoping and praying that the last phone call you got at the last pay phone or, or you left the shop and you, they said it was here and it's not here. How do you, how do you, that would have been a pain in the ass. See, I have a really bad habit because I'll set my phones in my cup holder in my truck when I'm driving and I'll just get out, start doing my thing. And I'm like, fuck. And starting to do yeah. something a little dangerous. I'm like, oh. Yeah, if my leg gets pinched in here, I want to yeah. be able to call somebody. You're exactly. not going to do that, what, 127 hours, saw your arm off? Or... <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I'm hoping somebody comes checks by then. But uh, Does your machines, do they have GPS on them? Yeah. So you can basically pull up if someone calls you out somewhere? All, all John Deere. But I don't know if, I think you have to have access. So if I called 911, like, oh, yeah, just look up the the location machine like right but i mean like say you're going out to a service call at a location yeah you can see where that machine's at Mm -hmm. so you don't have to talk to the operator and get the it's by the 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 big tree the one big tree you know that you know that concrete pipe that we just brought in it's right next to that and it's like just drop me a pin i hate that man I'll, i'll ask a customer i'm like give me a either an exact address or drop me a pin it's no, no, no. Just go down the road. You know where that one plate. And I'm like, dude, I don't know. I'm not from the area. Just give me an address. Yeah. I, so if you didn't have your phone and you got hurt, you couldn't just climb in the machine and hit OnStar. <laughs> I don't even have OnStar in my service truck. Man, I smashed the shit out of my phone. Like completely ruined that thing a few weeks ago. I was working on a loader and the back fenders. They swing out, like not up, but out. <laughs> yeah. And I was up on top of that thing working. I set my phone like a dumbass right where the fender hinges. <laughs> I finished up, slammed that heavy motherfucker shut, man. Just scrunched it. Tackled it. I had, to, I had to go get a new one. Brought it in. I said, I bet you anything. It's that battery. And <laughs> need a new windshield. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't got no gas. <laughs> yeah. So, uh... I know you had a little something you want to talk about before we get into our next topic. Oh, since yeah. I was we're telling, just since we're say, telling stories, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's been it's been a year since I've been officially a a resident mechanic, you know, and uh, it's also been a year since I've been to my shop. It's <laughs> been a year since I've seen anybody that I work with. Anybody fatter? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Me. <laughs> it's uh it's it's a different change of pace. Really it's nothing any different than what I've been doing the whole time I've worked here, you know, except now I just I just don't go to the shop. So I have a question. So when if your residency ends, what are you gonna do? You're gonna be like, I I don't know what to do with my hands. I think I would end. <laughs> Cause I I knew that that was the worst, like, when a residency ended, 
It's like, yeah. man, I got to go back to dealing with these motherfucking customers. <laughs> right. And, right. Uh, you know, because, you know, you do the same old routine every day like I do now. You know, you don't have to deal with certain people and go uh, drive all over the fucking bump bug Egypt, you know. And I would think even even if they did not renew it, you know, I'd, I would still be there at the plant pretty often, you know. It's been a while. I, I know I listened to that episode, but is this your first time being a resident? Officially, yeah. 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 Oh, he was kind of like... I always kind of have resident, been. Just, halfway just, resident. It just wasn't yeah. official. Yeah. So you have you done your time of bouncing around customer to customer as well for ten years? Yeah. So, which one do you prefer? Definitely the resident. Yeah. Pretty easy. Kind of no. the uh, well. <laughs> I mean, as far as easier than dealing with a different customer every day. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You get that routine. You get the familiarity of who you're kind of your bosses or who the, the approval yeah. guy is and you just tell them what it needs and they say, go ahead and do it. Yeah. That's one thing, you know, when I get new customers, it's always a kind of a drag. I don't know how they're going to, you know, Hey, it needs a $10,000 turbo and actuator. And they're just, you know, they'll sit there and cry about it and complain about it. But when you get the familiar customers and you tell them, it's just like, go ahead yeah. and get it done. I just need it. So, Another another plus side to my particular case is, you know, like the fleet of haul trucks that I'm with. I've been with them since they were assembled and, and yeah. new. So so anything that breaks, it's on you. You exactly. put it together. Yep. So. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Forgot to torque that one thing. Yep. Uh, what size are those? HD 785 Komatsu trucks. They're the big ones. 100 ton. 777 cap size So truck. you're pretty much... Uh, Anything you take on and off your your crane? What do you what kind of crane you got? A big one? I got a twelve thousand auto yeah. crane. It'll handle a little bit, but yeah, not everything. You can pull a transmission out of one of them. Yeah. Transmission's probably seven thousand pounds, but you gotta you gotta have the back bumper of your truck right up under, on it under yeah. the frame of the big <laughs> truck. <laughs> on those, uh, how much would you say it's uh, operator? Um, uh operator caused failures the newer trucks that are in the fleet are tier four so i mean there's no death but they do have they do have dpfs and so occasionally you do get new operators that don't understand that Just push the cancel know. button yeah yeah you know, I don't you, know why you can, it derated. I've only pushed the cancel button like 75 times and i don't understand that you know you pull this back to tier four i days 10 years ago or however long ago that's been you know it, people still just don't fucking get it it blows my mind because you'll have a guy and, and i guess i kind of understand but oh i just came out of a 2000 peterbilt and i've never driven anything newer than that and then it, it's like well just let the truck do its job but it, when you're jacking around trying to figure out ways uh you think you're smarter than the truck i'll tell you this much you're a truck driver yeah, yeah. so kind of bouncing off of that you know, DPFs and so we're getting some machines that are starting to get up there in hours and we've made the DPFs last, yeah. you know, I've 10,000 hours original DPF, which is kind of unheard of sometimes starting to get plugged up now. Well, you got these, there are foremans, but we call them supers because you have to have a superintendent on every job. So instead of having a foreman, just pay you a little extra money. We'll call you super. Mm -hmm. Anyway. They're not processing that these machines are starting to get up high in hours. We're going to start seeing some problems. Might have to come out 
do a regen on it, make sure that's what we need is a DPF. So run it. Might have to come back out, you know, in two days or whatever. Right. Well, you know, you guys need to fix this thing, right? We're we're downtime. I'm like, sorry, man, I'm not well, going to. It throw could a be f- more downtime if you just have them. Hey, I'm going to rip the DPF off, and I'll be back when exactly. I got one. Exactly, and that's the thing is like, I don't want to throw a DPF at it if I don't have to. Yeah, because DPFs fucking pricey now. I mean, well, and if they're in stock, I don't know about you, but I just had one. I tried to order a DOC on a truck, and um, they're like, yeah. They don't know when they're going to have it, but we'll put an order in. And I'm like, that does me no good. I had to uh, get it rebuilt by a company, and uh, we'll see. I haven't ran a region on it yet. I'm about to find out if it works or not. But they put the new core in the middle of it. So, and let's another thing. I'm going to have to talk to you, by the way, and yeah. get the info for that place that cleans DPFs. Yeah. They're good. I sent one out. So we have two sister machines, literally one serial number off, and – had one that was plugged up. I, I might have talked about it on here before. Had it, it was plugged up. Frequent regions, you know, failing regions, all this shit. Ten thousand hour machine. Pull it off. Threw a new one on. Say, hey, we're gonna send this out because the other one's bound to plug up pretty soon. Same high, say, same high out. Can't talk. Same hours. Same high amount of hours. There we go. So we send it out. Get it clean. Looks legit. And uh, so at the time, I had a resident and. The, the sister machine started doing the same exact thing. So Boston's mount, hey, put this DPF on there, get it going. And it was literally doing the same thing as the other machine that I pulled it off of. When you put it back on. When he put it back on. Wow. Well, so, I'll tell you this, not everybody cleans them the same. Well, and that's the, that's the thing. So he couldn't figure it out. He's like, I put a DPF on it. It's got to be a harness or something, you know. So I go out there and like, no, it's doing the same thing. So I end up ordering a new DPF because I was tired of fucking with it. I pulled this DPF off that I had cleaned, slammed it on my bumper, dude, and all this shit just fell out of it. Ash. It looked like sand almost. Yeah. Well, that's probably the uh, the ceramic material in the I, inside. What I, it sounds like is it probably fused internally, and whoever cleaned it didn't have a flow tester. Yeah. That's but, what I'm thinking. Was so. this on a deer? Yeah. So on a deer, if you replace the DPF, do you get just the dpf yeah okay yeah we don't have to replace docs usually i'll just give her a nice little blow job you know some right. air and do a field cleaning yeah blow that dpf out do the, we, uh, we used to thing. do that like when i worked for the volvo dealer we'd blow out the doc and put a put a dpf a new filter in it yeah but like on the komatsu stuff if you order a reman dpf it's an assembly like you get it's it's doc dpf and all brand new sensors yeah but so that makes life I, I saw that on an Instagram story from somebody, I think. It, and it, it and it's pretty, not yeah. expensive. No. You know? so, well, I wish companies would do more of that kind of stuff because uh, the uh, Detroit um, DD13s and 15s, they have a one-box system. And basically, if your DOC gets face-plugged, you can try and vacuum and clean it out. Mm-hmm. But if it has any sort of issue, you got to replace the, the DOC and the SCR are one piece, and then you got to take the filters out and replace them. But... Like you were saying, with it coming with uh, everything included, there are plenty of jobs where I wish uh, manufacturers would just say, I know you're going to have to take all this stuff off. I'm just going to send you a kit with clamps, gaskets. Like you said, sensors, if that's, you know, if it, I've had them where they stick inside the the little bung there and you take a wrench to it and it breaks it right off. Oh, yeah. Diggity. 
or even yeah. like a, a bunghole, like Sorry. a delta pressure sensor will be brittle, you yeah. know, whatever. Wait, that's what she said. Yeah, a little late there. <laughs> I had to wait for you to stop Timing. talking. <laughs> uh, I brain fart. I was gonna say, doesn't Komatsu have like a uh, a deal where you get a certain amount of DPFs throughout the life of the machine? I want to say it's like the first ten thousand hours. You can, they will replace the DPF twice. I think you get a DPF every 4,500 hours, but you don't have to replace it at 4,500 hours. Yeah. As long as you replace it before the 10,000. I'm pretty sure I did one when I was working there with you. Yeah. Remember, we were in the middle of the fucking freeway. Right. (laughs) That was a bitch. Anyway, I think it is time to move on to the next well, segment. No, maybe. Yes, maybe. Um, uh, this is something you were just saying. You had original DPFs at 10,000. Have y'all ever considered doing maintenance on them and having them cleaned in, in uh, maybe? I don't know what your maintenance intervals would be. I think trucks, they recommend like 2,500. It's 5,000. Yeah. 45 or 5,000. Yeah. And it depends on the year model. Older ones, they had a lower hours than the newer ones. You getting a little cold over there? Yeah, I got human My toes glitch. are freezing, dude. Human glitch going on. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that's one thing. Maintenance where people think maintenance is just lube and, um, I guess, air filters or whatever. But on these after-treatment systems, it takes a little bit more to keep them maintained. And if you do the maintenance, uh, sometimes you'll see better results. Well, if you look in, like, the deer maintenance intervals... It's like forty five or five thousand. It says replace DPF. Yeah, but yeah. or clean whatever. But I don't know. I just, Why do maintenance, right? It, well, I mean, <laughs> but you, if you, you get ten thousand out of an original and then you replace it, yeah, you're if, well. If you get ten thousand out of an original, you're pretty much gonna have to replace it. Yeah. I would say. Yeah, we thought we were gonna get lucky, I guess, and and uh, you know have it cleaned. Yeah. We still have it. Might try to try to get it cleaned again. I don't Hit know. me up. We'll talk about that. It's all just application. I've I've hell, I've seen machines ten thousand hours on them that have never gone through a, an active regen. Yeah, they they run so damn hard and so hot, it does it all passive. You know, so they tend to they tend to last a lot longer that way. Yeah, I guess we weren't really gonna move on to a, a new subject because we kind of already just bounced into it, right? This after treatment yeah. talk here. Yeah, but so kind of bouncing off uh, what we're just talking about, let's go ahead and give this a listen. Everybody kind of knows what it is, but it's still one of my favorites. Sometimes I want to slap her, but I, I'd rather slap her parents for brainwashing her ass and sounding like this. This is all wrong. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. Yet, you all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. And yet, I'm one of the lucky ones. People are suffering. People are dying. Entire ecosystems are collapsing. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction, and all you can talk about is money and... F- so, first of all, have we seen... Oh, oh, T-Pain! <laughs> I don't know why YouTube does that, but uh, have we actually literally seen ecosystems crash? 
Well, this is an interesting subject. I've, uh, I haven't done a bunch of deep research, but of course, you know, just read stuff on the internet and, uh, like, uh, I'm an internet expert now, I guess, but, uh, that's the way it goes, I guess. Um, there's a couple of people that have gotten into some trouble doing the, uh, the dirty D words and such, but, uh, they've talked about it on different podcasts that I've listened to. And a lot of the science, a lot of the stuff that they've, the research and the studies that they've done have all been very exaggerated. Like, um, and, uh, you know, I guess I won't get myself in too much trouble here, but, uh, the, even like CARB, uh, the California air resource board or clean air resource board, I guess it is from California. They've, uh, a lot of the testing that they do to verify stuff is emissions compliant or the, the regulations that they keep stepping up are just kind of like, uh, I don't know the words to say, but kind of hopeful, uh, hope, uh, spit it out. (laughs) I'm brain farting here, but, uh, they're hopeful thinking or hopeful wishing, I guess. Wishful thinking. That's the words I'm trying to say. <laughs> wishful in thinking. In that order. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I get. <laughs> I won't <laughs> say that one. We're just on the Greta Thunberg, whatever her name is. But um, I'm, she may be rubbing off on me over here. That's what she said. <laughs> uh, I, so I guess we could. I don't know. Uh, Jesus, I can't talk. I'm trying to think of what I want to say. So I heard something the other day. I think I think we might have talked about this on the podcast once before. So California was diehard clean air. Right. And they researched 20 years, 22 years, something like that. I can't remember. It's from like the year 2000 to 2020 or 21. And they had... Uh, I forgot to switch the camera there. Um, they had like the cleanest air, like clean the air up. But then they had all the big fires in 2020 or 2019 one or the other. And every year those offset every month that month polluted the air worse than it would have. If there was no fires for 20 years, I'm trying to figure out how it it polluted the air worse than it would have, you know, even if they didn't have clean air. You can tell we're not scientists. Here. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to how to explain it. Anyways, it was worse in those few months or whatever than it was for twenty something. The amount years. of like CO two or whatever output that. Yeah, so they had clean air for twenty years, and you had a fire for three weeks, and it ruined all that twenty years. So what you're saying is the air they breathe wasn't no good, and it still ain't no good. <laughs> it's that way because the way it is. <laughs> you can you tell because <laughs> of how it is. <laughs> yes. So. Uh, I don't know, man. It it's pretty slick, Ash. Ash. Well, I think it's, any way you come about it, if you come from a particular uh, standpoint, you could pretty much make anything seem like it's supporting your ideas. And a lot of people do that in uh, things that are politically charged. It's like I have an idea of where I want to go, and then they just only focus on the things that point in that direction. And it's like whether you think no emissions or all emissions and electric vehicles only you'll blindside yourself to the things that are contrary to what you want to, what you want your end goal to be. And you won't look at anything else and you'll say, well, everything says that this is the right way or, you know, EVs only 
and uh, then you don't look at everything else attached to it. But that's the uh, somebody's vibrator is going off. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we're talking about emissions, but we kind of got sidetracked yeah, and we went on little uh, <laughs> uh, our little audio soundbite there. But um, man, I was working on a backhoe this week, and it had a def pump that was a. Uh, the sensor didn't like what it was seeing. And uh, I called the, I think it was a cat. I called the the dealer and they go, yeah, they're showing one in South Texas, but it's the only one in the country. I'm like, well, can you get a hold of them and make sure that it's not like for a, for a different work order or something? It's actually available. And he said, the only other one that's showing up is in Japan. And I'm like, all right, well, I need this part. I'm trying to fix it. And, of course, the customer, and you know how customers are. They're impatient. They don't want to wait on shipping for, you know, a day or two. Yep. Can you just uh, remove all this stuff? And I'm like, I, you know, I can't do that. It's not just as easy as snapping your fingers. I wish it was. But uh, customers, I'm sure if they would rather have their machine running or have their clean air, you know, uh, are you doing something still? Because I feel like the mic's, the sound's coming weird. Oh, I'm, I don't just, know. I'm looking for a video for the next topic. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, <laughs> customers would rather their machines run. So yeah, uh, when you're sitting there waiting on, I know last year, like deaf quality sensors were real bad and they were on national back order. Someone said galactic back order. Uh, that sounded more like it. But uh, for a while they were putting trucks. If that sensor goes out, your five mile an hour D rate can't go anywhere. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. It's hard to hard to keep things going when you're derated like that. So people look at options that may not be the uh, most eco friendly at that point. I was gonna play more Greta, but I decided not to because I got super pumped on the next topic, which we are gonna get into tools today at some point or tonight, whatever. I got a great sound clip. I posted it through a fit. You'll know what I'm talking about. Anyway, yeah, I just that girl. Her brain is so fucking washed, it's not even funny. I mean, there might be some type of global warming, but, I mean, we had snow when there wasn't supposed to be snow. That proves it. I'm just saying, like, come on, where is it at? (laughs) Well, every time you, uh, I guess, identify something that is contrary to the narrative that's being pushed, it's then you're told, no, well, that's not what we're actually talking about. What we're actually talking about is... Uh, there's always an changing in different ways and it's like okay so you look at it who knows how long the world's actually been around but i'm sure there's been ups and downs and changes and meteors hitting the world and all kinds of things that we like you said the fires probably produced more i don't know if it was carbon dioxide or what the uh, pollutant they were measuring there but uh imagine like a volcano erupting i'm sure that's not good for ecosystems yeah turning into uh getting lava spewed everywhere or i don't know i'm no weatherman or ge- geologist what do you call those people yes i don't yes uh, well it's i'm no weatherman but you can be uh expecting a few inches tonight <laughs> <laughs> where do you find that shit just fucking amazing but are you the one that uh, I think I became friends with you on Facebook, and then I started getting all these recommended videos for Australian podcasts? Is that you? 
fuck if I know. I I listen to Alpha Blokes, but that's it. But no, probably not me. We're, he was asking you where you get those jokes, but uh, there was one that came up the other day. It said, uh, well, said. <laughs> Spit it out. <laughs> said my dick was in the uh, Guinness Book of World Records. Oh, the librarian then, asked yeah. me to take it out. <laughs> take it out. Yeah, I've heard that one. <laughs> Fuck. So, are we done talking about emissions? I got kind of bored with that. Like my eyes. Yeah, we've kind of been there. over it, and we like it. You know, we're not sitting here in front of a, a computer with statistics or anything. And even if we were, it'd probably be boring anyways. But um, so next topic, let's let's get into this. We're this video. I saw it, and I can't tell if they're being serious in this, but you tell me if uh, if they're just doing it for the video. Like he said, hey, just say it like this, or if this is really how they say it. Good. So I feel like every time I say the name, I'm saying it wrong. So can you tell me the right way to say Conipics. it? Huh? Knipix. Knipix. Yeah. What do you I, say? I say It's Just I feel like I'm saying it wrong. No, you got it right. It's a German company, so. Nine. I don't give a fuck if it's German. Do you say Kani or Kano? Kano. Knife. Knife. No, I refuse. It is not Knipex. It doesn't. It just. Why the hell would it? I mean, how you literally pronounce that the same? It's just knife. Knipex. Knipex. And I can't tell if he's like, hey, you guys, like, I'm going to do a TikTok. Yeah. Kind of convinced everyone he's gaslighting the entire uh, TikTok. Thing. Or if it was real. Is that how you pronounce it? Or. I call them the best players I own. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a, that's a good way. I mean, they're great players. But, I mean, we even talked about it once before on this podcast. Like, oh, it's nitpicks. That's it's because I threw a fit about some guy pronouncing it Knipex. Was that the same guy who did the video? No, this guy was the one I'm talking about from prior. He was a he's a plumber. He does. Oh, bathrooms. I think I've seen that guy. And he like does these videos for YouTube and stuff. And, like I great. thought he was just kind of pulling my leg there, calling him Knipex. I thought he was a fucking stupid ass, and was like, dude, you called him the wrong thing. <laughs> Hey, we're American. We uh, change things all the time and just run with it. So, I think I'm gonna do a dealy on Instagram. Uh, yeah, a poll. A poll. Do you call them Nipix or Knipix? Yeah, just like I did Almond and Ammon. Yeah, but uh, so let's talk tools, I guess. Huh? The, on that podcast about the Ammons, I had no idea when I was listening to it. I'm like, what word? Was it a she? Was it your wife? It was Who? my stupid wife. <laughs> I was like, what word is she trying to say? Because I have no idea what she's talking about. So the 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 joke is, so in California, because they're so smart over there, uh, I refuse to admit that I'm from there, but almonds, the L is silent, so it's almonds. And the joke is, <laughs> they're almonds when they're in the tree, but you know how they get almonds out of a tree, right? Shake them. They shake it. Sure. You shake the L out of them. They're almonds. 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 So, oh, I fucked that up. Uh, I'm getting off topic here. Tools. 
tools. I have a Milwaukee now. You know, it's been a couple of weeks. Busting all the nuts. Great, great gun. But it doesn't do anything more than my fucking Mac. No joke. It struggled pulling lug nuts off of a backhoe. And I'm like, <laughs> I do the same shit with my Mac. Do you want? I, Would you have to bust out the one inch? One inch what? Impact to get those off or what? No, no, no. I just, I, I'm i like, oh, dude, Grab finally, quarter inch finally I get to bust this thing, you know, and actually put it to work and rear tire on a backhoe. I, my my Dewalt does it, and I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to see how badass this thing is. Put it all the way up at the highest setting. Struggled. I'm like, yo. Did you use an adapter? No. Straight socket. 32 mil. I, um. For some reason, I'm I'm own all Milwaukee electric tools, but uh, I I would say I I make it more of a joke when I'm on here about being a fanboy of it, but I like them. But I I do notice where there are certain I don't know if it's the bolts or the adapters or the socket you're putting on there. Some things just don't want to come off, and then you, it's like I'll grab a ratchet and I'll put it on there, and it's not even like it was that tight. I don't know if it's the length of the bolt or the length of I don't really run impact or uh, extensions or anything, but some bolts they just don't like. Yeah, well, anytime you put an extension or an adapter on, you're taking that much away. But yep, got to uh, go back to the caveman days and do it by hand. I've got two of those Milwaukee three eighths guns, and they're different though. Like one of them, they're both eighteen volt, but one of them is pretty much useless. Shot. Is like, one fuel and one's not? No, they're both fuel, but one of them is uh one of them is just like a hell of a lot bigger. They're both three eights. It's got the three lights on the front? Yeah, that one. I and that yeah, one's a damn monster. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say I uh my three eighths Milwaukee that I've had for like four years, it got to the point where no matter what you did, if you pulled the trigger it only turned one way and you could cycle it back and forth and it'd still only turn one yeah. way. And if you pulled the trigger, sometimes you'd let off and it'd just keep running. So I turned it in for warranty. And uh, they go, hey, we upgraded to this new style, that one that's kind of got the flat face with the three lights on the front. Right. And uh, I don't know if I've been disappointed or I was just expecting more out of it. But even brand new, I was like, I don't feel like it hits as hard. The other one that I've got that's the smaller version of the three eights, still fuel. It seems like it's a quarter inch hex impact that yeah. somebody threw a three-eighths anvil on. I mean, it, it's handy for inside a cab or something, but other than that, I'm not too impressed. Colton, you're over there seeing red. Just See, I told me. you guys, don't, <laughs> don't fucking buy them. <laughs> I just... I tried to buy some new batteries from Northern Tool. They had a special on those Milwaukee batteries, and every time I've ever tried to buy anything that's on special, they don't have it in stock. Yeah. And so I just... Um, I was going to wait and hold out and see if they come out with a new line or something. Cause you remember about when, when electric tools were kind of new, they'd change the lineup like every couple years, like every year it seemed like. So you'd buy all the tools and then they'd come out with a new battery style or they'd change it to a different voltage. And then none of your old batteries right. work with the new ones. It's. I mean, how long has fuel been around? I feel like it's been like six years now. Or Long time. It's been around for a good amount of time, but 
What's DeWalt up to yeah. now? 480 volt? Yeah. They were like 60 or 90 or what? <laughs> I don't fucking yeah. know. You just use them. I just use what I yeah. got. They don't die. But and I'm not going to I'm not saying that half inch gun, that fuel gun that I have is I like it. I just won't run out and buy fucking all the other shit. No. I don't seen those man, I don't hand. Care what it is. My my 3/8s cordless, that's my favorite tool on the truck by far. I got to piss so bad, you guys. <laughs> we'll talk about Milwaukee for another 30 minutes here. Yeah. You have the 2209-001. I haven't got that no. one yet. <laughs> there's guys that know all the stuff by heart and part numbers and there's a guy that was on Instagram. I was following him for a while, but he had literally everything you could think of. And it was down to the pack outs, the batteries, the, the fucking bits. Yeah, the bit sets. <laughs> he had everything. And he'd be like rattling off part numbers. And I'm like, I guess that's cool, but I don't know if I'd ever use it. But they have uh they've got this it's a I think it's it's pneumatic, but it's a plunger, so you can charge up this little air tank and then you put it like a toilet plunger or shower plunger and it busts a burst of air and and blows the P-trap off and <laughs> the slab. The yeah. In front of the toilet <laughs> off. Uh, I I always joke that I'm going to find a Milwaukee bucket and say I got the latest Milwaukee toilet. Yeah. Uh, I think we're going to take a break real quick. I got to drain my main vein, and uh, we'll get back to it. And I don't think we're going to hang out too much longer. We're, we're sitting about an hour of bullshit. I'm sorry, you guys, that have their eyes glossed over. <laughs> but... Uh, Anyway, probably better than last week. I thought our I thought our uh, our episode last week was pretty funny. <laughs> Throwing a fit on fucking. <laughs> anyway, break time, and we're back. So we're gonna finish this uh, this here podcast up. It's kind of a different one, I guess. We've had some jokes, boring talk. Tool talk. Tool talk, which we didn't really do much of. I want to talk in the field, poo stories, pee stories, whatever else. Because, you know, I've had a few times recently to where I've had to go to the fucking bathroom and I couldn't. I'll whip whip my, my wee-wee out any day and go pee, but I'm talking deuce-deuce. Mm-hmm. So, but, you know. With this this uh, this episode, I, I want to play some sounds. First things first, where's your shit at? I've got a turtle head poking out. That's uh, I've been there quite a few times. Like fat bastard, where's your shitter, bro? Or try to rush home or back to the shop and fucking people. You know, you get to the shop and they're trying to talk to you and stuff, and fucking got a stiff arm them. You know, get the fuck out of my way. Shut up. Do not talk to me. Yeah, um, but I know you were just telling a story. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, we're coming up on Thanksgiving, and, uh, <clears throat> you know, you get, you go over to your family, you know, hang out, eat food all day. Um, for the longest time, I, I was always taken off the Friday after Thanksgiving, because why not, right? Um, if you don't have to go in. Why would you want to go in? Mm -hmm. And I decided I was going to go in. This is probably four years ago. And uh, 
oh, you know how it is. Something you ate something the day before and probably ate more than you should have, and you're kind of recovering the next day. And boy, I was installing these mirrors on this dump truck. Uh, I had like six of them to do, and I'm like out in the middle of a parking lot. Nobody's around, and oh, I'm farting up a storm out there. And uh, I'm figuring, well, I gotta. I'm almost done. I'll go hit, you know, hit a QT or find a, a halfway decent uh, gas station bathroom on my way home. And boy, wouldn't you know it, I had one of them sneaky farts where <laughs> it was like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get into it, and you're like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, by the time you think you shouldn't, <laughs> it's too late. Yeah. And, uh, boy, I'll put it, <laughs> I'll put it this way. Uh, I had a shop rack that didn't make it home. <laughs> you can't even fucking get it like out. A, like a trash bag on the seat and then haul ass. <laughs> I, I've been pretty fortunate, but now I just jinxed myself. I haven't. I haven't shit myself at work. I've ripped the <laughs> fuck out of my pants. That's about it. But goddamn, yeah, I uh I don't really find myself going to the uh Mexican time machine all that often anymore, man. Mexican the, time machine. The, the bathroom in the new shop at the plant's like kind of like walking into a fucking dealer. So you're spoiled. You've always got one probably close to you, huh? <laughs> well, pretty close. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say sometimes when it's the uh yeah, when it's the 110 degrees out and that bad boy's cooking over there, I'm yeah. just, I'm going, I'll, I'll find somewhere on my way home. But yeah, we, uh, we took a little bathroom break there and, uh, yeah, that's what sparked this whole thing. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> um, you know how it is being a field tech. If you got to go, you got to go, just whip it out and open the door of your toolbox and mm-hmm. you got a little stall there, one man stall and, oh, some people that it may freak them out, but it's like, what, what am I supposed to do? Go find a a porta potty when it's a hundred degrees outside, and go stand in that uh, little contraption there and breathe in all the toxicity, or hover, or hover in one because I don't touch <laughs> nothing. <laughs> what did you call it? A Mexican <laughs> Mexican time machine. <laughs> A blue room, man. Blue. I've always called it the blue hut. Mexican time machine. That's awesome. Remember, people listening, snowflake free zone. Don't get all butt hurt. Oh shit! Don't make me call you an automotive mechanic. That's racist. <laughs> uh, what 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 was up with that the story that uh, you were just telling? It's not about being a mechanic, but it's pretty damn funny because your kid's hilarious. Oh, we were walking out of uh we were walking out of PetSmart, man, in town. It's in like a like a big strip mall. You know, there's PetSmart, Best Buy and some other shit. And we get like ten feet out of the automatic door walking out to the parking lot and there's the building has like these rock columns. And man, this little dude, he whoops it out right there. I mean in the middle of traffic and everything. My wife was red as a fucking tomato. <laughs> When you gotta go, you gotta go, man. And he wasn't trying to show out, you know. He was just like, I, "Here we are, you know, let's, <laughs> let's do it." Jesus Christ! 
This is such a disaster episode, man, but it's funny as hell. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have any funny fucking poo stories. I wish I did, cause I, I would tell it. I don't care. But uh, what about like funny stories? You got any funny just work stories? You know, I always remember these whenever I'm not sitting here in front yeah. of the microphone. That's I, I'm is. like, I'm gonna write this down and then I forget about it. But um, funny stories, man, they come and go. Sometimes you you have an experience and you don't really think it's that funny until uh, a couple of years go by and you remember it and you're like, well, I guess that was kind of funny. But none, nothing's coming to the top of my head. Let me see. I, I'm gonna check my notes here because I've written down a, a handful of things. So, I got a got oh. a pretty notable hydraulic bath last week <laughs> drove home in my underwear <laughs> <laughs> i uh i don't have a funny story but it's a work injury uh i don't think i've ever told it but is this going to incriminate you no no this was many no workman's comp to be charged back or anything oh i got paid out a little yeah. bit on it i covered all my shit but uh i was using i think i man i might have fucking told it on here but was uh, doing a water pump on a Jeep Cherokee way back in the day, and they have fittings that have threads on them. And this thing had, like, pipe dope caked on it and stuff. I'm like, oh, I'll just take it over wire wheel real quick, clean it off on the bench grinder. Well, as I'm doing that, the stone comes apart on the other side, and that motherfucker hit me as a forehead. I've got a scar right here. And it knocked me so fucking stupid. I remember, like... Looking down and seeing the blood on the ground, because you know how your face bleeds like crazy. I remember looking down and going, holy fuck. And I was knocked stupid. (laughs) And I remember going into this little room, and there was a mirror there, and like blood just down my face. I'm like, oh, my God. But we were in two separate shops, so I had to walk back over to the other side. I don't remember walking over to the other side. I I kind of vaguely remember going in and like uncovering my face to show my boss and he was like oh <laughs> i remember that but i don't remember him cleaning my face or nothing but i had to go to the hospital and they had to glue my face back shut and shit but yeah i i'm still deathly afraid of bench grinders after that because that uh yeah that was all bad it scared the shit out of me you ever get like that uh you just said uh, earlier you said you had a human glitch but you ever look at that bench grinder and just get that little tingle of feeling that that thing happen all over again sometimes i i had to use one the other day and i was just like man this motherfucker fly apart hit me in the face (laughs) i was uh sketchy i was sharpening a kitchen knife one time and i had the bright idea to wipe it down with a paper towel and uh i did the same thing pretty much i just you know something you shouldn't do and wiped it the wrong way and cut straight through the paper towel and cut my finger (laughs) and i just had this big old slice in it and it was really sharp. Imagine that. I mean, just getting done sharpening it. But uh, I looked at it, and it wasn't bleeding yet, and it was perfect cut, like right deep into my finger. And I'm like, well, I've got some super glue and just dabbed it up on there. But now every time I see a sharp blade, I get that little feeling in my finger where it's like, no thanks. I'm going to keep my fingers away from that. Yeah. I last, I don't remember when I did. I have a nice scar on my fucking nose right here. But you just got scars all over your face. Right though. here, I had my chop saw set up, and I had a piece of wood holding the other piece of wood out, and I was cutting it. Well, that blade caught that inside piece of wood. Because you know how sometimes you have to put a, something in the saw to get the wood out far enough so you can get that angle on it? Well, 
my dumbass wasn't paying attention. I caught that wood in the right. back, and that bitch popped out and hit me right in the face. And I was like, I felt it, and I'm like, man, I gotta go to the hospital. It was like New Year's Eve or something like that, and I'm like, I gotta go to the hospital. They just busted the skin off my nose, but for the next day, my nose felt like it was gonna fall off. <laughs> it hurt so bad. <laughs> but I had a, I had years and years ago when I was at the Volvo dealer. I cut my wrist, and uh, don't lie, you were just emo. Well, <laughs> maybe, but this was a you know, like we cut our hands every day. Mm-hmm. Every day we're bleeding. Yeah. But this was like it happened, and I was wearing latex gloves, and I took the glove off, and that shit was squirting out. Uh oh. And I was, you know, I I was I was out. Panic. Yeah. <laughs> Hydraulic leak. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, you, that's how you know you got good disposable gloves if you can cut your skin underneath them and yeah. they don't break. I I picked up a box the other day when I was somewhere and those things will tear on just touching a zip tie. But um, I've had those gloves where you you punch something with your knuckle while you're trying to loosen, and you're like, oh well that hurt. But you go take your glove off and right. later on down the road you got a little pool of blood in there. I'm like, well I need to buy those gloves again because those things are those are some good disposable gloves. I got to clear the air on this, by the way, that you said zip tie and it reminded me, I made that video for you the other day where I was cutting the zip ties with a point. I did go back everybody and cut them flush. I was just making a joke. (laughs) I've thought about leaving stuff like that for the next guy, but I usually know I'm going to be the next guy and (laughs) then I'm going to just cuss myself out for being a dumbass and doing that. But, uh, the, oh, you're talking about videos you're posting online. What's your deal with the automotive mechanics, man? I don't know. I just... They you're just got, hating on them. They got so offended the last time that I just can't let it go. I got to... Uh, hey, the internet, it uh, it seems controversy is what makes you go viral. So I guess, boy, what are you going to do? Just keep ragging on them till the end of time? Yeah, you were an automotive mechanic once. I was. How would your feelings feel if someone was had this big platform and they were just taking a dump all over your name. I don't know. Cause no. I, I have, you weren't around back then. I, uh, well, yeah, we didn't have none of this cool shit back in the day, but, uh, we should know. have an automotive mechanic on and tell I, him how he'll explain how dumb you are because you don't know nothing. <laughs> I don't know. Do you miss automotive at all? Um, no, not if you had to do it all over again, would if, you be an automotive mechanic again? If I had to go back and do it because there was no jobs out there, sure, why not? But uh, no. I definitely wouldn't say I missed it, but it was fun when I did it. What was I your was, time I was like, just a kid? What's that? What was your uh, automotive experience uh, time frame or, or experience like? Probably about four years. I started out just as a booger eating moron, you know, changing oil and doing tires. Dealer? No. No dealership? No, in the independent shop. And uh, one of the lead mechanics actually passed away, and they needed a mechanic. And I was like, (laughs) is that the story that, uh, yeah, falling from a tire rack or something? You would know if you listened to the episode. Yeah, I did listen to that episode. That's how I know, Colton. (laughs) I re-listened to it the other day. Yeah. My first episodes were terrible. Uh, Uh, and uh if you get too close to the microphone or talk too loud, it like breaks up and it's just super loud and it's ugh, too much gain. You've come a long way since then. Yeah, that's what she said. Um, 
Whenever you did the episode with Mr. Blackfoot. Oh, yeah. Dude, I called him after yeah. the episode. I said, if I hear you say, I'm sorry, one more time. Sorry, guys. I'm fucking sorry. done with you. <laughs> well, that was that one was tough because he was out in West Texas. and That was actually a good episode, though. He's a yeah, well, smart, smart motherfucker. And he's the one. Oh, should we talk about this? That logo that I sent you? Yeah. Guys, if the, you want to. I'm not saying it on here. <laughs> he, so if you guys don't know, Mr. Blackfoot... Uh, he is well, a good friend of mine, and he's uh, one of the biggest, scariest sons of bitches ever, and I'm always afraid to say the wrong thing to him, even though he knows me well. And uh, he sent me this fucking company name out of Australia, and it's a legit I thought it was name. Japan, dude. Is it Japan? I yeah. thought it was Australia. I was trying to figure out if that was real or not. And it's I real. like, is it real? It's real. And so I'm, is it like an ultimate troll or what? I'm gonna have to go back and look now because I thought it was Australia by the phone. Dude, number. I can't even. I can't even say the name without thinking saying about it is wrong. And you're like, no, nope, I'm, I'm gonna stay away from it. I told Colton that should be his new sponsorship there, and he, I said he could have the ad read because I'm not. I'm not getting close to it. Yeah, you're gonna have to just post the picture yeah. of well, the name i'm gonna post the picture for sure because i it's hilarious you're gonna pull one of those if you think about it too much of not saying the wrong thing you're gonna say the wrong thing well and i read it as the wrong thing <laughs> yeah like, dude you're making me feel racist <laughs> right now i told him you know, like you make me feel racist he's like yeah you're gonna have to go take a class now and all this shit white guilt <laughs> it's funnier that it came from him yes <laughs> so it's a uh, oh it's called Big Nick Diggers, and they have equipment. They do snow shoveling, I think. Yes, equipment, excavators, you name it. But, yeah, try to say that ten times fast. Yeah. Big Nick this Diggers. This week, we're brought to you by Colton. Go ahead and say it. I'm oh, yeah. It. I'll, get in, I'll get incriminated over here if I say it. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, hilarious because... He sent it to me, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" And I click on it, and I'm like, "And I read it wrong." And yeah, anyways, I'll post a picture for everybody to see, but quite hilarious, especially Mister Blackfoot sending it to me. Big goofy bastard. Anyway, so you meet him in your time out there, and in, in the I've the never movie. met him in person, but no? we stay close. Like he Just hit me up, internet through, friend. Yes, yeah, hit me up through uh through internet through Instagram a long time ago, and. Him and I just hit it off, and we stay in touch. We'll go a couple of weeks or months without talking, and all of a sudden we'll talk like we talked yesterday, you know? Is the internet like the best thing that ever happened to uh, having a, a little bit of a community for us fellas out here in the field life? Yes. And no, but at the same time, you you know, you can see what everybody else has got going on, and and uh, like you said, you'll you'll meet somebody online and never have met them in person and there'll be a pretty solid uh friendship there it was uh i told my wife i said you know hey i'm thinking about doing a podcast well who is it a uh, guy i met on the internet she's <laughs> she's like well that doesn't sound very uh sh my wife's the kind i'm sure like a lot of females uh maybe your spouse is out there she'll watch the dateline or the uh, murder mystery or listen to a podcast about she'll murders. fall asleep in the facebook videos playing of uh, Mr. Williams buried his victims alive. And I'm like, <laughs> how do you fall asleep to that? I'm trying to, I'm trying to go to sleep and not have nightmares about having my skin peeled off with a potato peeler. Show up but, over here and yeah. Colton daddy's got a casting couch set up in his garage. 
my dog. That's a good idea. Um, no, the especially the back in the day when service trucks was first on like Facebook and stuff, that was the best. Yeah. Everybody was, I mean, that's how I met Trent. I, Josh Stewart that I had on the podcast, never met the guy in person. Still one of my homies. Chris Adley, met him on service trucks. And, uh, so it sounds like that, uh, service or, uh, the certified wrench meetup is going to have to happen. I, I think let's, let's rent out a Las Vegas hotel and just party it up. I didn't know you had never met Josh. No, I never met Josh, but I mean, that's still one of my dogs, you know, right. but I finally met Chris, you know, after a few months of talking to him on, on Instagram and right. shit. And then I've met a lot of people, man, especially since firing this thing up, man, I've, People from everywhere, Scotland, Ireland, and Australia, like Scruff Dog, never met him. I did a job out west years ago, and I told Josh, I was like, hey, man, I'm I'm not too far from you. And he's like, hell yeah, man, you can come stay at my house and drink my cold beer. (laughs) (laughs) So so I did. I went over there. You stayed there, didn't you? did. It beats the... Oyo Hotel. Didn't you say Josh like tried to touch you in your sleep or something? <laughs> he said, I'm, he asked me if I wanted a nightlight. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, well, we got anything else that we want to cover? I think we're, I don't know. We we could probably sit around and um and hee-haw, you know, come up with something else. But I think we're we're running out of steam here a little bit. Until we, we hit a little, I feel like we hit a little pocket and we go for about a minute and then it's like, all right, what else we got to talk about? Yeah. Well, it's just kind of fucked up right now, not having a computer and stuff. Yeah. And we got to get a guest back on <clears throat> some point. But anyway, I, I think kind of talking about it, I might as well just tell them now, uh, we're going to finish out November. Probably won't do Thanksgiving unless we do a episode in between and post it. Um, but we're going to take december off i guess maybe an episode i don't know we'll see and then uh january is season two as my phone vibrates next to my face um season two yeah already fuck and we don't even have that many episodes If we're on, what is this going to be, 28? 28. So we're almost a little more than two or one every two weeks, huh? Yeah, cool. I took that month off, I guess. I'm going to go live here. Um, I took that month off, so that's four episodes that I didn't have. Maybe it was like three. I don't remember. Anyway, there was a couple times where I went every two weeks. So if I really stuck with it, I would have had. Get all this technical stuff figured out, man. You're a mechanic. You're supposed to be able to fix stuff. I did start on the studio. Yeah. So that's going to be a fucking, that's going to be badass. We're going to have a studio. I don't have to move everything around all the time. Set up a little bit, a few more cameras. Did you see it up there? He sent me a picture of what he started on. I haven't seen it since then. Uncle C's stabbing cabin. <laughs> um yeah, I think we're just going to take take some time off, you know, trying to squeeze in recording, um, you know, in December with everything going on. I'll be out of town the first week of December, and then Christmas is here and all that bullshit. So I say we just take December off. 
And then that way we can plan some episodes and start off the year right. No? Let's do it. As you're over there losing fucking interest in what I'm saying. That's the light for me, dog. The light. (laughs) (laughs) He's like one of those flies flying towards the light of the bug zapper. Anyway, Trent, I'm sorry that we weren't as entertaining as usual. I'm glad you came over and hung out finally. We've been trying trying to get him on for like two months now. And uh, always flaking on me. That's what I do. (laughs) Um, Next week, we should have a guest back on. I think we're going to have a killer episode, I think. We were supposed to have uh, our... We gave him a shout out last week. Right. Will. But Will, I think, is going to be coming out here and sitting with us in person. Maybe I should try to have him uh, bring Josh Davey, too. Let's get the logistics figured out, because I think those are going to be some good episodes. Hell, yeah. Bring in somebody who's not a Texan, <laughs> but then we get another Californian. Yeah. Man, I, what's up with all these Californians coming to Texas? You're one of them. You're part of the problem, man. I'm going to kick <laughs> you out you. of here. I voted red. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah man. I'm pumped. Season two is about to be far we're just trying to finish out the year. We're getting a little tired. I'm kind of tired of people. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to uh, close this bitch out. And uh, next week we'll have a new guest and hammer something out. Maybe we'll have something interesting to talk about. Everybody over here, much love. Love, peace, and bacon grease, as they say. I don't know. Anyway, Joe. It's a pleasure. Trent, pleasure. See y'all. I forgot to switch the camera back over to you guys. See you guys. <laughs> Anywho, I'm not giving you guys all the shit. Maybe if you need to get a hold of me, certifiedrangepodcast.gmail.com. You know the rest. Uh, you know where to find Joe. Trent, I'll tag you in something. Do it. <laughs> anyway, see y'all.